0: Watching the woman had been an idle pastime, since it looked as though she was going to come down along the rail line. People with more firepower and muscle than Garth owned that. They would see her in a few moments and bring her down. Her valuable possessions and clothes would not be his. But the horns were insistent. Something was wrong with the very fabric of Spire, an oscillation building. He could see it in the far distance now, the land heaved minutely up and down. The slow ripple was making its way in his direction. He'd better get off this parapet. The archway opening onto the balcony had empty air behind it and a twenty-foot drop to tumbled stones. Garth hopped over the rail without hesitation, counting as he fell. One pilot, two pilot, three he landed among upthrusts of stabbing weed and the cloud-like brambles that had taken over this ancient mansion. Three seconds? Well, gravity hadn't changed, at least not noticeably. His muscles creaked as he stood up, but climbing and jumping were part of his daily constitutional, a grim routine aimed at convincing himself he was still a man he stalked over the crackling grit that painted a tiled dance floor. Railway ties were laid callously across the fine palisite stones. The line cleaved the former nation of Arbuth like a whip-mark. Garth stepped onto the track daringly and stared down it. The great family of Arbuth had not reached an accommodation with the preservationists, and had been displaced or killed he couldn't remember which. Rubble, ruins, and new walls sided the tracks. At one spot, an abandoned sniper tower loomed above the strip. It now swayed uneasily. The tracks converged in perspective, but also rose with the land itself, a long, graceful curve that became vertical if he followed it far enough. He didn't look that far, but focused on a scramble of activity taking place about a mile distant. The Preservation Society had planted one of their oil soaked sidings there like an obscene graffito. Some of the preservationists were pouring alcohol into the tanks of a big turbine engine that squatted on the tracks like an idol to industrialism. Others had started a tug and were shunting in cars loaded with iron plating and rubble. They were responding to the codes brayed out by the distant horns. They were so busy doing all this that none had noticed what was happening overhead. You're crazy, Garth. He hopped from foot to foot, twisting his hands together. When he was younger, he wouldn't have hesitated. There was a time when he'd lived for escapades like this. Cursing his own cowardice, Garth lurched into a half run down the tracks in the direction of the preservationist camp. He had to prove himself more and more often these days. Garth still sported the black cap and long sideburns that Rakes had worn in his day, but he was acutely aware that the day had come and gone. His long leather coat was brindled with cracks and dappled with stains. Though he still wore the twin holsters that had once held the most expensive and stylish duelling pistols available in Spire, Nowadays, he just carried odd objects in them. His breath ratcheted in his chest, and if his head didn't hurt, his legs did, or his hands. Pain followed him everywhere. It had made crow's feet where once he'd outlined his eyes in black to show the ladies his long lashes. The preservationist's engine started up. It was coming his way, so Garth prudently left the track and hunkered down beneath some bushes to let it pass. He was in disputed land so no one would accost him here but he might be casually shot from a window of the train and no one would care while he waited he watched the dot of the slowly falling woman trying to verify his initial guess at her trajectory garth made it the rest of the way to the preservationist camp without attracting attention pandemonium still reigned inside the camp with shaven-headed men in stiff leather coats crawling like ants over a second rust-softened engine under the curses of a supervisor the first train was miles up the curve of the world now and if garth bothered to look down the length of spire he was sure